Cigar City Management is proud to announce our first official South by Southwest showcase. We are now official, Jason. The South by Southwest overlord said we exist. And that's happening Friday, March 16th at Lambert's in downtown Austin. It's featuring Fruit and Flowers. Ex-Girlfriends. The Fantastic Plastics. Send Medicine. Parrot Dream. And Death Hags. Doors open at 7 p.m., but we're partying all the way to the legally mandated 2 a.m. cutoff time. That's a city of Austin. Man, that's late. Mandated. Yeah, 2 a.m. 7 p.m. to 2 a.m. So if you're heading to South by Southwest, come hang with us Friday, March 16th. For more details, head to cigarcitymanagement.com slash SXSW2018. March 16th. That's a mandate. Yeah, it is. I'm Tommy Stinson. This is Brian Bell from Weezer and the Relationship. This is Guar. This is Ian Beckle. This is Cindy Wilson. This is They Might Be Giants. We're the, the regrets. regrets. And you're <laughs> listening to Cigar City Radio. Cigar City Radio. Cigar City Radio. Cigar City Radio. Arr, welcome to a Gasparilla-themed episode 68 of Cigar City Radio. I'm going to the Macho Man. I can only do Macho Man. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to Cigar City Radio, episode number 68. I'm your host, Randy Ojeda, and making the magic happen, a man who donates blood on the regular. Yes, I do. Mr. Jason Solanas. Would you dare to say, Sir Randy, the, the Gasparilla pirate of the southeast united states are that we are <laughs> i'd venture a guess yes. oh no 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 definitely bleeping that definitely need more macho man would you say randy oh, we are yeah the of the southeast yeah the episode you're about to listen was recorded at the world famous blind tiger cafe in the heart of ebor city tampa florida the Blind Tiger Cafe is a speakeasy-inspired coffee house. We serve vegan pastries, coffee, tea, beer, kombucha, etc., etc., etc. Our guests on this episode are Tampa, Florida duo Reese Brothers. That's Charlie and Kevin Reese, and they're actually brothers, or so they claim. The Bluesy Brothers make music that's a mix of rock, blues, funk, and reggae, and they've taken their two-man show across the country, opening for the likes of Los Lonely Boys, Chicago, Ario Speedwagon, Little River Band, the Edgar Winter Band, the Family Stone, like a lot of incredible bands, and they're fresh off the road from a national tour with G-Love and Special Sauce. You might remember G-Love was on episode 66 of our podcast just a couple weeks back. He had some great things to say about Reese Brothers. So we're glad we got to chat with them. Reese Brothers are performing Saturday, March 10th at 1 p.m. at Gasparilla Music Festival. That's happening in Curtis Hickson Park right here in downtown Tampa. They're sharing the Frontier stage with Warpaint, Spoon, and The Roots that night. Not to mention Father John Misty, who's playing there the next night at Gasparilla Music Festival, which is happening both Saturday and Sunday, March 10th and 11th. 
Cigar City Radio will be on site at the festival. So come say hi to us. We'll be giving out Cigar City Radio stickers and other swag while supplies last. It's one of my favorite festivals of the year. So I highly recommend it. Come out, support local music and national music. It's one of Tampa's best stages. For more on the Reese Brothers, head to reesebrothers.com. That's R-I-E-S brothers.com. So here it is, episode 68. It's a beautiful Tuesday afternoon in Ybor City, Florida. We're hanging out with the Reese Brothers. We're playing at the Gasparilla Music Festival. Hell yeah. Saturday, March 10th, 1 p.m. at the Frontier Stage. Yep. So, but the Reese Brothers, you guys have just been all over the place, right? Yeah, it's, uh, we've, been, we've been really busy lately, so we're really, really uh, fortunate, because that's what we want to be. So, Well, first off, let's back up. So we got... <laughs> we have Charlie and Kevin, yes. right? Kevin. First question. Are you really brothers? Yes, yes, we are. Are you sure? This isn't I mean, like a white stripes thing? No, no like, are they I brothers? mean, are they, no, we've no, talked no. about, you know, we've wanted to, you know, try to maybe one day, like, maybe do something like weird like that where we'd get people to think that we're not or something just to, just, just to for fun. People. Yeah. Because, but, because you look, you, you, kind of, you guys have very individual looks. Like, you don't, right. I, I can see the brotherly connection, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah. you guys have different styles, too. Yeah. So I could, I could see how people would think that maybe you're not actually brothers. Right. right. I'm 19, he's 22, and, mm-hmm. and so a lot of people think we're, like, twins. But, like... We've gotten twins a lot, but also we've gotten Are You Brothers, so it's like... But, so, yes, for the record today, yes, we are. <laughs> okay, so you are, you are indeed brothers. Yes. And then you've been playing music since you were how old? Pretty young. I mean, for as long as I can remember, I was at least playing, taking piano lessons or something from when I was like six or seven. And then when I was nine, I started playing drums. When I was like 13, I really got into singing. Um, Kevin was a really good baseball player for a yeah, while. I played baseball from like age five to like 12. And then I realized I picked up the guitar and like, this is way more fun for me. So I yeah. took guitar lessons and then... Uh, he was in a few different bands, just as um, a drummer just before a drummer, and a yeah. singer. And then we started jamming together in our house because we're brothers. We can jam whenever we want in the house. Yeah. And we're like, why don't we just start you know, a band as us? <clears> yeah, and Kevin least. joined one of our like, middle school bands or whatever as a bass player. Mm-hmm. And then you know, we slowly started to realize that we really wanted to do this like, um, we were for like a living. Like, that was kind of becoming our dream. And no one around us really had the same aspirations, so we're like, why don't we just do this ourselves? Yeah, like, just just do it, just the two yeah, of you guys. Exactly. So, do you ever have moments where you're like, you know, because I, I don't know, I, mean, I guess it depends on the relationship you have with your brother. Like, are you guys really tight, or do you have these times where you're like, oh, I just don't even want to look? At I mean, you there's like it. there's times when we'll fight, but like once we're on stage or we're creating music together, it's like it, you know, we get along. Yeah, the music <laughs> really helps us get along in a way. Yeah. I'd say. Because that's, like, when we, like, improvise on stage, there's, like, these, like, really special moments that I feel like being brothers, it really helps to have those. And and really, like, 
makes you feel lucky to have each other, even through all the bad times, even if we're fighting. Even if we are fighting over a song or whatever, sometimes we fight when we're writing, if we have different ideas. But when we come together and it uh, blends in well together, that's like really something special. So it, the good outweighs the bad by a lot. So, so how could writing create tension for, for two brothers? Is it hmm. that each of you want your idea to be implemented or... Pretty like, much. We're usually good about it, but we do come from very different musical... It, like We have really different musical inspirations. Um, I'm a huge fan of like rock, alternative rock, blues rock, mm-hmm. classic rock, and Kevin's basically a reggae head. That's what he brings to the table. <laughs> yeah. So we combine those two kind of to make the sound. Um, and... I think we do a really good job at it, um, at getting both of our ideas in there evenly. Yeah, yeah, that's so. Right. When you do fight, um, what is the conflict resolution like? Like, do um, you just leave each other for a few hours and then figure it out and come back yeah, together? Yeah, you know, we're good yeah. about admitting, you know, whose idea is better in the end. <laughs> All right. Like, we're we're good at that. I think. Um, yeah. At first, you're like, no, this is mine. This is how it's going to be. And then you're like, you know what? He, I think his actually is better. So, is there a, a person who is generally more often Right, or is there a person that, or is it kind of even? I mean, we're, we're both going to answer differently. Yeah, <laughs> well, as, right. you should, as you should. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you're talking about that mix of like blues and reggae and rock, and that kind of creates kind yeah. of the bedrock of your sound, which right. you know makes sense why you would be chosen to open for a guy like G Love, you know, and, right. and, and Special Sauce. We actually had G Love on the podcast. Yeah, we heard that a couple weeks ago yeah, when we you guys did the whole thing. It was awesome. Janice. Yeah, he and he spoke very highly of you. Oh, yeah, he's you know, the best. So what was it like touring with him? You know? it, it, absolutely incredible, and he's the the coolest guy like that. We, we've he's like the coolest guy ever. Yeah, really. like, like he just, walks in he walks into a room and you're like that guy's the coolest guy in the room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> something about him, you know. And, this is and right. Extremely talented. He was super nice to us. Um, super, the crew and the band were, were super accommodating, you know. And and they don't have to be to us because you know we're we're I mean this is like our fifth year of being a band, but to them we're like brand new, you know, coming up. Because that was our first full national tour. Like, we've done regional tours. Like, we've gotten to tour with, like, Chicago and Butch Trucks of the Allman Brothers. But that was, like, Southeast runs. First full national tour they took us on. So they could have been, like, who are these kids? But they were, like, no, you guys, you know, we want to help you guys out because bands helped us out when we were. And that was really cool. Because they getting to talk to G. And he's, like, yeah, bands took us on tour when we were nobody. So we, we love the fact that we get to do that now. Yeah, that's yeah. really and cool. Yeah, so it was just it was really crazy, like how how the tour came together, together too. Because we were, uh, you know, we I'm a huge fan of G Love. I've been since I was a little kid, and and him and Jack Johnson were two of my idols, and I grew up listening to them. And so uh, we heard about the tour, and our our manager reached out to uh, to G and and their crew, and it, and it's kind of happened. And we were shooting a uh, a video out in New York, um, a show we were live taping, and um, it was. Uh, what, what was the day on so that? We were, yeah, September. we were supposed to do a taping um, at the Iridium in 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 Manhattan. Uh, we're going to tape a full live concert and then make like a DVD out of it or a live album. We weren't sure what we're doing it with it yet, but uh, we had this great film crew that was going to work with us. And then they called us like a few weeks before, and they're like, "We have to bump you a few days." Because uh, we have Jack Johnson coming in oh, to, no. to film, and we're like, you know, he's one of our favorites. So we're like, you know, if we're going to get bumped. Jack, Might as well know, be Jack, Jack Johnson. Yeah. You can take yeah. our time anytime you want. You know, Jack. <laughs> but uh, so, and they were filming for Front and Center, which just aired like a couple of days ago, yeah, which yeah. is really cool. And and G Love was up there with him um, for the filming. And but since they bumped us, they invited us to that show. So oh, like, that cool, was, cool. That's the first time we ever met G Love was up there in New York. And so 
So that's how he kind of met us and got the introduction. And then from there on, we followed up with him and our manager contacted with him and we got it rolling. And then when the tour was announced, you know, we really pushed hard and, and we, we got it and we found out like two weeks before that we had it. That's awesome. So we were, you know, ecstatic. Yeah. So what are those two weeks leading up to that tour like when you oh, yeah. find out that you're going to be touring in two <laughs> it weeks? It was crazy. Like, it was like, get the sellers together, get, you know, get everything together. Yeah, the first, we're, like, holy crap, like... Because I don't know if I can curse on here. You not. can curse on yeah. Fuck, yeah. fuck, fuck. Okay, yeah. <laughs> first, I'm like, holy fuck, holy shit. Like, we're fucking toying with you, love. And then, then it's like, okay, now we got to get a set together. Let's do this. Like, we, we got 45 minutes each night, and we had to figure out... Because um, I think um, our sounds are similar, but also a little slightly different. So we have to figure out what their crowds are going to like, you know? Yeah. So the first two days was like, celebrate. Then we're like, let's get to work, you know? Yeah. So we worked our ass off to get... I'd set down, timed, because as an opening band, you do not want to go over you, your time. You never no, want to go over no. your time. So we timed that really, you know, down so we could be off the stage. Get And we wanted to be easy to work with, so, you know. It helps so that we we're a duo. That. Yeah, I was going to say, that's, a gr- that's that great for an opening yeah, band. Right, yeah. I think that's one of the reasons that helped us, you know, get it. And that's gotten us a lot in the past. Um, yeah, because you don't take up a lot of space on stage. Right, so, exactly. you know, especially when there's yeah. a big set live setup like G Love has. You right. know, it's a lot easier to move right. you guys in and out. So, so as far as time management, how did those two weeks work out? Did you have jobs that you had to work around, like notify people okay. right um, away? We had a few shows booked um, on, I think, the East Coast. We, well, we did like a big New Year's Eve show mm. um, on the East Coast. But that was really it. Besides that, we just had time to work. So that was fortunate that we had that time. You know, to prepare. Good for you, man. So, yeah. what? Who got that call for you? So, like, did you guys directly receive the call? Was it your manager? Yeah, manager. manager. Yeah. He and was... then, how did your manager present that to you? He's like, "So, what are you guys doing in uh, January and February?" And we're like, "Uh, well, we, I we know have we, have, show. Like, <laughs> we had one show booked ready, but we were just gonna like work on new stuff." He's like, "How do you guys feel about uh, touring with G-Lo and Special Sauce?" <laughs> yeah, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about no? So that know, was a great way to it. phrase it. And we were just so excited because he, he had been trying for it for a little while. And then we kind of felt like we weren't going to get it. And then it kind of came out of nowhere. And then, yeah, we were super stoked. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, the tour was amazing. Got to play our first international show going up to Canada, playing Toronto. Everyone was super cool up there, super nice. They're really chill up in Toronto. Oh, yeah, definitely. that was really, yeah. really cool. So we want to come back and hit you know Canada a lot more frequently now. And just we had... Some really good receptive crowds. Some highlights were Detroit, Texas was really uh, welcoming to us, and so we're coming back to hit those markets in spring and summer. That's the goal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really, Detroit. Yeah, Detroit was good. Detroit. Yeah, Detroit was. Just, I'm not talking shit on Detroit. I'm just <laughs> yeah, asking. Yeah, you know, I've heard a lot of things, but I've heard that man. they have a resurgence in culture lately. So yeah, I'm, no, I'm curious was, about venue was what beautiful, that's like. and that was the. Oh, um, I mean, every crowd was receptive. I, I, I uh, but they actually. Uh, Shouted for an encore, and as an opening act, like that never happened. So I'm, yeah. that That's was fucking super awesome, cool. Dude. So, so shout out to Detroit for being awesome. Yeah, uh, St. Andrews Hall is a beautiful venue, and uh, we hope to be back. Well, you guys are from you know the Clearwater area, mm-hmm. right? So, what was it like to come back and open for G Love at, at oh, Janice? Oh yeah, Janice. Janice. Was, yeah. Did you guys grow up going to shows at Janice? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, it was a big party. You know, because yeah, Janice is the place. Like, yeah, here that's been the dream for forever, and we actually. Uh, just got to do it for the first time in December. Uh, we did like a Florida run with Pacifier and opened for them there. Nice. But so this is our second time at Janice with G Love, 
And yeah, just and it was after the it was like the last two weeks of the tour that was on. So the tour was like six weeks. So four weeks on the road, then getting to come home and do a, a show at Janice was really really special. So that was that was a big one for us. Yeah. And I have to say, like, your live show is is pretty incredible, Thank you know, because, so I mean, it's rare to see a band actually put out live albums, first off. Right. I know you mm-hmm. have the one from uh, Ruth Eckerd Hall yeah. that you did, yep. and then just your live videos online. That was the first thing when I first heard the band. You know, I always I always listen to the album, but then I'm like, mm-hmm. let me check out, like, see yeah. if there's a live video that I right. can see. Yeah, and I saw too. you, Charlie, playing, like drums and piano and singing mm-hmm. at the same time. So you have one hand on the keyboard, yeah. you have another hand that's keeping the beat on, you know, snare and cymbals and everything. And it's like, right. how, how I can't even walk and chew gum at the same time. So how do you do that? I just taught myself over time to combine them. Um, like I said, I started piano. So that was the base for me musically. And um, which I'm, I'm really grateful that my parents put me in piano lessons early on. Yeah. Um, parents, put your kids in piano lessons. Yeah. It's really, <laughs> do it. And then, then playing drums. And then I became a huge Doris fan. Um, and their keyboardist Raymond Zarek plays all their bass lines on a keyboard with his left hand, mini bass keyboard with his left hand, while, yeah. he, while he plays key parts with his right. So I'm like, that's really really cool. Um, and we didn't have a bass player, so I'm like, what if I tried that on the with the drums? And I'm, I I asked my parents, is there any way I can get like a little keyboard and that I can use for bass sounds? And they're like, like, what? Like, what? Are you crazy? <laughs> like, why would you do that? And I'm yeah. like, no, look. I'm gonna try it. And I like. So you're gonna be the entire rhythm section, is what yeah, you said. Yeah, I'm like, no, I think I could try this. I don't know how old I am at this point. This is like five years ago, so. Yeah, and then he makes me look bad because all I do is play guitar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you play some mean guitar though. You know, <laughs> that's you. that's yeah. the key. And now he's throwing in ukulele, keyboard, right. and melodica in the set. So he's he's really uh, throwing yeah. down too. Um, but yeah, just and then that allowed us to be a full band as a duo. So. That really has given us a lot of opportunity, you know. Yeah, that's incredible. Like, are are you like ambidextrous too? Like, can you write with your left and your right um, hand? Actually, not that well. So I don't know what's going on up here. Yeah, because I, I just I can't even fathom like you know just drums are a whole thing in and of itself. So mm-hmm. like, are you like? I mean, I don't know. It's just it's I can't even fathom it. Can you improv play drums and keyboard at the same time? Or does it have to be like something where you have to have the um no the track I can ready? I can play yeah like can just, you improv both of them at the same time? Um, pretty much. If you give me like a core, a key to do it in, like yeah, I'll just... I'm not even looking at it right now, but I'm fucking my mind's blown. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and so I read that you played at one point with um. Let me get a full name right. Was Vinny Mad Dog Lopez yes. from the E Street Band? Yes. How did you guys meet him? We met him through a mutual friend who used to come to our uh, Krabby Bill shows. Actually, we met a lot of cool people through Krabby's. Um, yeah. So shout out to them. <laughs> so, so back up was like your Krabby Bill shows. Kasha was just bring, she was just talking about that earlier. She's from Indian Rocks, and mm-hmm. her mom, uh, I guess, had seen you guys at Krabby Bills, or right, right. You know, who about, heard about you from Krabby Bills. So that yeah. was like your you had kind of a residency there for a while. Yeah, or? we were like every set, every Sunday. First, we started there like every Sunday, like one o'clock in the heat during football season. So I was like, you know that. <laughs> Was just to get you know yeah get pay some our dues. stage time yeah and then we moved just to Saturday night and we're like oh shit this is getting you know yeah yeah so we thought you know just just that that we thought was cool being the Saturday night band there um, mm-hmm. and that's really where we got to learn how to play to a crowd and how to improvise and they, those were all four hour sets so wow so we had a lot of time to jam and a lot so of time to 
So that was like your Beatles and Hamburg type exactly. phase, right? Where you guys are just playing every night, just getting tight, just learning. Exactly. You, you learn how to play together yeah. musically on and stage. Doing yeah. a lot of covers, but also we get to try out new originals on the crowd and see what works and what doesn't. Really learn about stage presence and how to, because we'd see what gets people's attention and what doesn't, you know. Yeah. So, and well, was, especially at a place like that, because when you get people's attention, like you're actually getting people's attention because right. people are there usually just right. to eat and hang there, out. There's and people relax. that are eating chowder and you got to yeah. get their attention. Yeah, right. exactly. So, you, yeah, you find out what, yeah. what works. You, gotta you ever made a song about Try to get them to put the spoon down and look up. <laughs> yeah. You ever made a song with the words or the word chowder in it Not to get yet, their attention? Not yet, right now, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, if you ever, if, like have you gone back to Crabby mentions, Bills? You know, yeah. have you... Have you played there again recently? No, but we, we've always talked about coming back and doing a big show there. So that's yeah. something we're definitely thinking about. That yeah. would be dope. Yeah. That would be dope. Kind of a return to you know where we started, yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, so you, I mean, I'm, it's just cool to see a band, you know, basically in our backyard that's out there on the road and nice. doing it, yeah, well, doing we're, it the we're, right way. We're proud to be from here. Um, I think the scene here is really underrated. I think it's a great little scene. Tampa, Ebor's great. St. Pete is really exploded musically lately, and it's inspired a lot of our writing too. Like the beach areas, like some of the nicest beaches that we've been to all over the country. I mean, uh, Clearwater Beach is like what number one, number two in the country. Mm, yeah, and we just get so much inspiration from our area. So uh, we're grateful to be from here. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. And so your next big show, like we said at, at the beginning, is uh, Gasparilla Music Fest. Yes. yes. You're playing Saturday afternoon, 1 o'clock. 1 o'clock, we got main stage this year, so super excited about that, especially yeah. with the lineup this year. Uh, having the Roots, Spoon, Record Company on the same stage that day is that, really that's pumped. That's really amazing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just think about that. I mean, you're going to be sharing a stage with Questlove. Yeah, you know? right. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, like, that's, yeah. that's really cool. So do you, do you have a big, uh, you know, all your friends back home going to come out to that show? You got a big oh, yeah. crowd coming? Oh, yeah. yeah, it should be a party be, for yeah, sure. Definitely going to be a party. Um, and yeah, it's just, you know, because we're doing local shows more rarely now. So each one's going to be a, a lot bigger. Yeah, you know? that's that's how it should be. Yeah, cool. you know? that's the so, goal. Yeah, we went to GMF last year and it was a... Uh, it's a great, amazing festival. Mm-hmm. Very hot, though. So, yeah. 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 And it's going to be hot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so make sure you guys stay hydrated. I don't yeah. want you know. Yeah, for don't sure. want to hear Reese Brothers pass out on stage. <laughs> yeah. You know? But you're Floridian, so fuck the yeah, sunscreen. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Should. You fuck, should. fuck the sunscreen. Yeah, don't wear sunscreen. That's like. You know. Yeah, yeah. But no, actually, I mean, wear sunscreen if you need right. to. I'm not not trying no, to say anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Randy Ojeda does not condone cancer. No, yeah. no. Yeah, wear wear sunscreen, and they have sunscreen. That they give you at GMF. Oh, no, it's nice. not just the park in general has these dispensers. You can go up to the dispensers anytime and yeah. automatically oh, nice. squirt the right amount of sunscreen into your hands. It's beautiful. <laughs> nice. nice. At all times. Yeah, so we're looking forward to that show. We'll be there oh, um, awesome. at GMF all weekend uh, hanging out. I'm looking forward to seeing you guys. And, Absolutely. Thank you, you know. man. So what's next on the horizon for Reese Brothers? We got so, a yeah, bunch yeah. of festivals yeah. coming up. Let's see. We got um, well, well, Gasparilla, of course. Just Sunfest in Sunfest. West Palm. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. Right on. That's, yeah, and we got Cali Roots Fest in Monterey, California for May. And uh, Surrounded by the Sound is a pretty new festival in South Carolina. And we're playing that in September. Really excited about that. So right now we just have the four big festivals booked. Um, working on touring in between that. Um, should be coming out with some some tour announcements soon. Uh, that's all in the works. And we're going to do a, a big uh, Ebor show also that we're announcing right after Gasparilla. So. Oh, right on. So yeah. should we cut that out? Uh, no. Because you're no, you're just teasing it. He's teasing it. Yeah, yeah, a little teaser. Uh, well, <laughs> Keep us hip to that one. I want to know. Sure. I want to know. Absolutely. I want to know first. Yeah, you, know. you got it. Cool. 
Uh, well, after we after we turn the mics off, you can tell us all. Yeah, about yeah, it. <laughs> sure. Uh, new new album coming, um, or are you guys just touring so much that it's yeah. But we we are really excited to get new stuff out. So we uh, going into the studio on Monday just to do demos and get started. Um, so and we're probably gonna do an EP next instead of an, a full album. Just focus on like five or five or four really good songs. Yeah, yeah. narrow like, it down. And- just yeah, just narrow it down um, to what we think is the best, and just do an EP this time. I think. Yeah, right on. Where are you guys recording at? Um, we're doing the. Uh, we're going into uh, so Ted Bound from Pacifier. That's where we. He's moved to St. Pete recently, and he has a studio really? in his house. Yeah. Oh, tell him to hit us up. Yeah. We should have him on the show. Oh yeah, absolutely should. Yeah, and he produced our whole first album there. Right on. So yeah, and because uh, we were big Pacifier fans before we even got to work with him, so that was really really cool. And he's featured on one of the songs on the album. He's got a guest vocal. Uh, so, yeah, it was really great to work with him because Pacifier is also really good at blending genres. So that was an inspiration to us. You know, they have the reggae and they have the hard rock, too, um, and the alternative. So that was really cool to get to work with someone like that. And especially because he's in a really successful touring band that's, you know, always on the road. So he knows what works out on the road. To, so having a producer who's also a touring band, that's really cool. So Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but he definitely should come in here. He's he's awesome to talk to. So, right on. Well, that's that's awesome. I can't wait for the can't wait for some new music from you guys. Yeah. Man. So very same, cool. Same. Same. <laughs> um, Jason, any other any any other questions you got for these you? Guys? Uh, you ever had an opening act act open up for you and you think, "Fuck that shit! I'm going to tear this apart." Um, just just a quick, like not like <laughs> fuck those <laughs> people. They say <laughs> no. That's a that's a fair Jason. question. I think that's fair. Yeah. Um, like I know I can right. get the crowd more excited than these people are. Sometimes, yeah, and and going, I mean, we love that. We love also to flip it around, and to, when we are the opening act, to say that also. Like, yeah, yeah. If, you know, it's hard, you know, to compete sometimes with the people we are opening it, but like just to say that, let's like really, you know, leave let's a mark, destroy this, yeah. let's leave our mark. And you know? I, we think no matter what band you see or hear, there's always like inspiration you can take from that, either to make the show better or. Don't do that on stage or do that on stage. Yeah. Like, there's so much to learn from from every act out there. So that's why it's, it's cool. hard. To, like for for me to go, I, it's kind of hard to go to concerts because I'm analyzing everything in the show, not really just enjoying the music. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I should do that, or I'm not, definitely not going to do that next yeah. time. Except I wonder if that guy knows he's making a mistake. <laughs> right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, ooh, we should not have done that, but yeah. that really worked. And then, like, I can't like enjoy the music. I'm just except for reggae going. shows. You just go there. Yeah. And, <laughs> You guys ever go to the the reggae shows at Skippers, the weekly reggae shows? Um, um, we haven't been to that in a while. Wednesday but we've night, been to tons of, like, every Wednesday night. Every Wednesday, nice. okay. that's something we got to hit. Then uh, yeah. we always are at reggae shows around you know Janice or down on the beaches and stuff. Um, and then reggae rise ups coming up, so we're gonna hang out there. But yeah. The reggae scene really exploded in, in St. Pete in particular. I, I'm not hip to this at all. Yeah. So you guys are going to have to give me some names. Like, yeah, like, like, <laughs> I mean, all the bands that became huge recently. Or revolution, recently, you know, revolution. Slightly Stupid. Slightly stupid yeah. You know, Tribal Seeds. Uh, Stick Figure. Stick Figure really blew up. And then there's a lot of great local ones. Resonated, uh, Summer Survivors, and then Serenation. Serenation's really killing it. But yeah. Oh yeah, I saw um, Serenation at uh, at Cultura Fest. Uh, oh, nice. a while ago. They were they were really yeah, good. and Hip Abduction too. That they were there. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, the Hip Abduction. Yeah. I mean, they're awesome. So right. yeah, I guess I guess you're right. I yeah. guess there is a really dope reggae scene. Yeah, reggae rising. <laughs> yeah, he's huge. It's yeah. Really, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. Well, uh, any final thoughts for the Cigar City Radio listeners? This is totally your floor. So whatever you want to say. Uh, yeah. Thank you guys for having us. Um, check us out if you haven't heard of us. 
uh, Reese Brothers, R I E S. Uh, we're on Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, everything at Reese Brothers, Instagram, yeah, and Twitter. One o'clock main stage, Saturday, March 10th, Gasparil Music Festival. It's going to be a great day of music, so we're excited to kick it off. Yep, check our website, ReachBrothers.com, for upcoming shows and everything in between. These guys are pros, man. They know what they're doing. They've been trained by they, somebody. Yeah, somebody's taught them well. <laughs> the Actually, you know what? That's my final question. Before, let's give a shout out to your parents, right? Yes, so, yes. like, tell, tell us, like, they, because you said, you know, you, you asked your parents or you wanted to get a keyboard and stuff. Right. So, your parents have been really supportive. Super over supportive, the years. yeah. And they, you know, they, they, in the very beginning, they were everything from, like, the financiers to the roadies to the, you know, so they really, really fortunate because we, we've heard, you know, some sad stories about kids who wanted to play and their parents were like, no way, yeah. you know? So just to have parents that mm-hmm. are really supportive, uh, has really made a big difference. And, uh, yeah, they've been incredible. They were pretty much our managers for the first, you know, four years or so and did everything for us and helped us exponentially. And then we recently brought in, uh, an amazing manager, David Parnes, who gave him a shout out to, he's, uh, absolutely incredible. And we're very lucky to have him on the team. Yes. So, yeah, we're just thankful for the team we put together and we're ready to keep it going. Well, there you go. Always give shout-outs to the parents and the managers. That's yes. How you, that's how you do it. Yes. <laughs> right on, guys. Thanks a lot. Hey, thank, thank you for having us. Taken their two man show across this, and they've taken their two man show across the. Uh, why can't I say across the country?